I read on the internet that our games have had a few bugs. I did. I read it on the internet, so it's true. And again, it, it just works. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Episode 9, Can't Game Podcast. Tillhouse, Bart Nasty, Invader Jim. How are you, boys? What's going on? How have you been last week? Pretty good, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Sean, how's it going, mate? Yeah, not bad, mate. Just busy, as usual. Yeah, haven't uh, had a huge amount of gaming, unfortunately, for me, but uh, we'll get into that soon. Yeah, yeah, mate. You've been, you've been hard at work. <laughs> unfortunately. Hard at work. Same here, actually. Actually, we all have. <laughs> Over the last couple of weeks, actually, it's been a while since we've last had a decent chat with each other. We've been been so busy, like even in our spare time, we haven't had a chance to catch up. So, fill me in, boys. What uh, what have you been up to since we last spoke, gaming wise? Man, I took the opportunity for a couple of days off just to finish off Final Fantasy VII remake. Nice, and loved it. I um yeah, loved every minute. I actually spoke to Ryan. He had the exact same opinion. He loved every minute, and we're sort of gonna do the same thing go back and try all their chapters on hard mode and oh yeah, yeah do some extra sort of bonus material and that sort of stuff keep the game going yeah yeah, yeah, yeah nice yeah that's it like i was reading a lot of mixed feedback uh towards the end of the game and this was before i finished it and i, was, I sort of wasn't really prepared for what what was to come but um man honestly i think as far as remakes go that was like the perfect ending it was unexpected obviously but i'm not going to go into too much detail because it's something you sort of got to play and experience for yourself. Yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, the whole game overall, man, was great. Nice. That's Obviously, there's, a, yeah, there's a few little parts where I was like, oh, it drags its ass a bit and, hmm. you know, got to do a few tedious tasks. But for the most part, man, yeah, great. Awesome remake. So definitely recommend it. Yeah, good stuff. I suppose you get that in any uh, story, really. There's ups and downs as your climaxes and things like that. So you sort of expect a little bit of downtime where there's some, Shitty bits. I've seen a lot of people talking about the uh, the darts mini game. <laughs> oh man, so, I killed that game. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's really the only thing I have seen from this game so far. Is everyone posting their dart score? I'm like, geez, is there a, is there like an actual serious story to this, or is everyone just going in and yeah. playing darts? <laughs> Dart. It's Fantasy funny too because like. I think probably because that's like the first and probably only real mini game in the whole thing, but um, it's really oh, okay. early on that darts mini game to mm. be honest. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. I'm still seeing heaps of um, yeah scores getting put up, and yeah, it's just it's just funny that all I've mainly been seeing is those sort of posts <laughs> going up on the social media. So yeah. yeah, I will say though, like throughout the game, like there's other dartboards, but you can't interact with them and. I just wanted to interact with every dartboard I went to. So it's funny you bring that up, actually. Just keep playing darts every time you see one. Yeah. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. It was good. I'm actually super... Sorry, mate. Go on. All I was going to say was uh, play darts, not punching darts. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, no. It really uh, wasn't worth interrupting you. (laughs) I'm actually... I'm four months clean now off the darts. Hey, good shit, man. Nice work. Nice work. Your lungs will thank you, mate. Cold turkey. Yeah, well, it's probably a good time to quit, if any. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. With You're the, not vaping either? Just just 
off, no, off the ciggies and no vapes. Off them. Beautiful. No vapes. Yeah. No grapes. <laughs> <laughs> in my lungs, that is. Yeah. <laughs> not in my ass. <laughs> I was about to say, not to mention the booty hole. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> God. Speaking of booty hole. <laughs> speaking of booty hole. No, no speaking of booty holes. <laughs> what I was going to say is just with FF7, I'm super keen because I have seen some snippets of the wall market area. Um, yeah. With oh man, I'm just so keen for that whole area. It looks hilarious, like just the reimagining yeah, of it. Th- that is a good chunk of the game too. Oh, um, cool. That you spend in War Market. So, yeah, man, like that whole section um, leading up to Don Corneo and yeah, it's a fun little part of the game. That one. Yeah, nice. As I've yeah, have seen a couple of snippets here and there. So that's um that's one part that I've been looking forward to quite a lot because it's it's even in the original game it's it's classic. It's pretty funny. There's a lot oh, yeah. of um. Yeah, a lot of uh, questionable things that go down there, of course, in the slums. <laughs> Corneo is like such a sleazeball too yeah. in this game. Oh, uh, nice. You just want <laughs> to punch Enhanced. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, I'm super keen for like the sequels, what they have to bring. Oh, um, dude, yeah. Yeah, I'm itching for more. Bring it on. Good stuff, man. Oh, well. Hmm. How about yourself, Sean? have you been going the last couple of weeks, mate? Ah, man, you, my love has only deepened for seven days, mate. Jeez, <laughs> um, if I'm not playing it, I'm watching Glock 9's vids before I go to sleep after work. So, <laughs> yeah, it's becoming a slight addiction. Is um, it that good? I would say I so think it too. is. Yeah. Yeah, James, yeah, James and I, whenever we can, uh, jump in. And, I mean, it's so much better co-op, man. It is. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, it's awesome, but... You know, I covered it last episode, and so did James with just the you know the pros and cons with it, being able to destroy everything, being able to fortify your own base, looting everything, and you know throw zombies into that. It's just the perfect mix. So yeah, I, I've loved it so much so that I have not touched Doom Eternal <laughs> since the last episode, man. I have not touched it. Like my 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 PS4 is just sitting in the front room with the sixty five inch screen, just gathering dust. dust. Yeah, man. Yeah, so. That's nice. pretty much slowly taking over my life when I'm not working. It's um, very addictive game. It's it is man. The, it is even like as we've said before that the, the models might not be the greatest. It might not look the no. nicest game, but you really you just end up looking past all that. It doesn't matter because the yep. gameplay yeah, is yeah. so addictive. It's just so much fun. And how many so games well. do that as well? Like, yeah. the, the, you know, as you just mentioned, you know, it's, it doesn't look the best at times, mm. but you just don't, you just don't give a shit. Nah, you, you don't know, even. It's, that, it's that addictive. Mind. You don't care. Yep. That, yeah, well, that's it. It could be the yeah. most pretty game in the world, you know, in that regard. But if it doesn't have decent gameplay, you're just going to get bored with it. So exactly, this just exactly, yeah, it takes the opposite approach, and they've just the gameplay. The idea is so good that you can just sink hours into it without even yep. realizing. And hours do disappear, man, because there's so much to do mm. and so oh, much man. to I'm, look at. Oh man, I, I I really think I might have to get this game because I jumped on when I jumped on Discord before, and I saw you were both playing. And I was like, God damn it, I'm missing out. <laughs> Dude, you'll oh. actually like this game. I swear to God. Yeah, man. Once you get into it, especially with the three of us, that'll be great. Yeah. Um, is there is there much variety in the way of um, you know you got your zombies obviously, but mm. is there much variety in the zombies or are there like human enemies? What's the go? Yeah, there's. So you've got um, uh, at a rough, just a rough off the top of the head count, probably ten to fifteen different zombie types. Um, okay. There's a few just like regular male and female ones. 
some crawl. Um, there's some tougher ones. There's some big fat ones. Um, and then you've got your animals too. So there's like dogs, coyotes, bears. Don't forget pigs. I almost pigs. died to a fucking pig in the first five <laughs> minutes earlier. Definitely pigs. Yeah. There's um, there's zombie variants of some of the animals too. So there's zombie bears and zombie dogs, um, yeah, okay. which produce, produce you know a fair challenge because obviously they're a bit bigger, so they take a bit bit more to take them down. And a lot of the time, when you're raiding for materials, you have to go into fairly tight areas, um, you know, through build, apartment buildings or an underground bunker or a military base or something or a hospital. The there's, bunkers are cool, man. They are. There's there's so many different places to explore and you'll be in like this cramped little stairwell and all of a sudden a zombie will just sort of bust through the wall and you're like, Jesus, like it scares the absolute <laughs> crap out of you. And then yeah, you yeah, all yeah. of a sudden your mindset changes from looting to all of a sudden like fighting for your life or running away and just trying to survive. So it does have some very exciting moments. It's pretty good. Um, Especially yeah, if you play it, like if you play it on permadeath, like Glock 9 does, like yeah. everything matters, man. Like, you, oh, you know, yeah. everything you build, everything you're, you're looting, uh, every zombie you face, you know, it is critical. Could yep. take you down and you lose the lot in one go. That's right. Yeah. And it only so, gets yeah. worse at nighttime when they start running. During the day, they don't oh. run. They just sort yep. of trudge towards you in the typical zombie walk. But once it hits nighttime... They start running and it's a bad time. You need to bunker down and be safe somewhere because <laughs> you'll get yeah, right. messed up real quick. So, oh, yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I actually so think you've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think you would enjoy it, man, especially with the three of us. Um, as I said, it's way better co-op. I still play it on my own. Like I still find it um, pretty challenging. Well, it's more challenging on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a good game to kick back to, man. And I'm sure plenty of other people will like it as well. Speaking about challenge, do the enemies scale when you play in multiplayer or is it just... I don't think they scale in multiplayer. I think that it's just level-based, so it depends on the... I would See, imagine... I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because, you know, like it gives you an incentive to get, you know, your mates to play. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Um, like, you, you're obviously still not going to cheese it, but at least you can sort of, you know, you can flank enemies and make a bit of a plan rather than just going, oh, fuck, I've either got to go stealth or going guns blazing sort of thing. Yeah, it does. It presents a bit of different strategy. Um, yeah. So, like, in our other main game uh, that we were playing last week, we're up to the first Horde Night, and uh, <laughs> when we spawned in, we actually, the same thing happened this time, which I think is pretty standard. We spawned in, like, literally two kilometres away from each other, so we're like, oh, oh man, man. And, and two kilometers doesn't sound far, man. But it's oh, it takes forever it takes to a meet long up, time. Like, especially yeah. when you're sort of walking along and you're like, ooh, piece of candy, <laughs> and there's just yeah, there's yeah. always something to loot, and it takes so long to walk that two kilometers because it ends up zigzagging. But um, yeah, so what happened is we ended up taking about four days to finally get our shit together and figure out where we were going to put our base down because. I think Sean, you died what two or three times in those four days. Just kept getting yeah, man. I got absolutely things. smacked. Now, when you say four days, is that in game days? <laughs> yeah, in game. No, no. Okay. Yeah, in game days, man. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, damn, these guys spent four whole you, you days. You say you've been dying. cleaning your house and stuff. It's like, nah, you've actually just been playing yeah. seven days to die nonstop for four days. That's my life now. <laughs> yeah, it's my four. life. Four in-game days. Um, the first horde comes on the seventh night, of course, which is the premise of the game. So you get... Uh, okay. Yeah, so you get a zombie horde on that night. Starts at about 
10 p.m. is when your nightfall. Well, it depends on your game settings, but for the default settings, it's at 10 p.m. And uh, yeah, we're up to the the night of night seven. And yep. yeah, we've actually we did make a little bit of progress. Um, Sean made an absolute ass ton of spikes to put around the building we're in, and um, we've done some fortifications around it, but. Yeah, the Night 7 Horde, thankfully, is pretty tame, so I think we'll be fine. Uh, but moving forward, we gotta we got to do some work <laughs> to make we sure do, we do. We do. We fully just dragged our ass with fortifying that base, man. So <laughs> Because when we, yeah, we spawned so far away from each other, we finally met up. Then we had to go back and get your shit where you died, which was way out in the yep. snow biome. Yep. And then we had to walk all the way back. Uh, to near where I started because there was that was where the buildings are where we are now near the lake. So we ended up traveling. God, I don't even know. Probably like five so kilometers far, or something, man. and just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think you guys ever actually explained like the whole premise of the game. Was I was yeah. sitting here thinking that did we actually explain that? I don't, no, yeah, no. I don't think we did. After that seven days, mm. is it like Outer Wilds and everything resets, or do you get like? Do you just keep nah, building just, your base? It keeps getting worse. So you... Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, so as I said, your Night 7 Horde, again, depending on your game settings, but for default, it's going to be pretty tame. You might see like five or six zombies. Um, yeah. So it might... Actually, I'm, I'm not 100% sure if it gets worse if there are more than one player. It could be... It could scale the amount of enemies. Um, but I think it. Do- I think it actually does. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, if it does, that's well, that makes good. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, more enemies, and then as you progress through, each concurrent horde night gets progressively worse. Uh, so obviously, as you level up, you'll start seeing different types of zombies. There's some irradiated versions of zombies as well, um, yep. which are quite strong. And they can actually regenerate health as well. So you, yeah, the challenge just gets exponentially harder until you eventually end up dying. Like there's strategies out there for how to trick the AI so you can sort of win the game forever if you like. But playing it normally, um, yeah, eventually you're probably gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So. So there's no like end goal really. There's no end game. Uh, it's just survive for as long as you possibly can. If you're yeah. playing it properly, sort of thing, um, yeah, which yeah, again cool. isn't isn't a bad thing when you've got yeah. no end game because the game can just keep literally going till the end of time. Yeah, that's no, right. That's right. You can you just keep beating your high score. Yep, yep. Which is sort yeah, of ex- like what we've been when we talk about uh, Glock Nine and his channel. He's got the Apocalypse series that he's done, which goes for fifty three episodes or something. So fifty, he does a, a day per episode. So yep. fifty three days, which is a huge effort. <laughs> Because Definitely. by the end, it's just absolutely insane. And he's playing on the hardest difficulty, um, you know. And, and permadeath, yeah. Yeah, and that's, yeah. So when yeah. you die, that's it. So he got that far and it's just like, man, it's, <laughs> it's it gets really, really intense towards the end there. So, yeah, uh, with the three of us playing, I reckon, yeah, we could have a lot of fun with this game for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You've piqued my interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's pretty cheap. I just need to as find well. the time to do it. God damn. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it's that's the hard thing. Um, Actually, I, I wonder if it's going to run on me uh, laptop because I'm. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little, it's a little piece of shit, but you know, 
<laughs> Man, I honestly don't think you need that much to run this game. I don't think it's that intensive in terms yeah. of demand. I think you'll yeah. probably be okay, even on lower settings, it should run. Um, yeah, okay. It's currently 36 bucks on Steam. Um, no specials or anything on there, but might be able to pick it up on special Bargain. at some point if that's a... If that's something that is a concern, if thirty-five or so thirty-six dollars seems a bit rich for anyone out there, um, yeah, there's no doubt specials and that sort of thing that come up from time to time. Um, it's an absolute I fucking would, bargain, mate. I would certainly recommend it. Uh, it's definitely worth thirty-six dollars worth of fun, if you ask me. So, yeah, absolutely. Man, I might give it a try. I w- just for the like simple sake that you know, just to test that laptop, see if it works. Because the only thing yeah. I've been playing on that is. Um, Poker Night 2 and Paradigm. So, <laughs> yeah, right. And those nice. two games run fine. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Jimbo. Yo. What have you been playing other than Seven Days? Yeah, look, I actually jumped into Fallout 76. Even though it's a game oh. that in the past we have crapped all over. <laughs> Probably putting it politely. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> See, if, I don't actually remember crapping on it because I never played it. Well, I say we. But I just crapped I'd on say... the fact that you spent a lot on something that was universally <laughs> crapped on. <laughs> yeah, that was. A I think huge... Jimbo and I are probably crapping on it more than uh, more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, huge, huge disappointment. But anyway, um, if you haven't heard, I assume there's a few people out there who probably haven't seen this because they've lost all interest in the game. But Fallout seventy six Wastelanders, the new free update came out uh, last week I think it was it was delayed a little bit it wasn't too bad but obviously due to the pandemic things are a bit harder to do so that had a bit of a delay it's uh, it's come out and I thought you know what I'm hearing a lot of people say that this is it this is what fixes the game this is what brings it back from the dead it, it's going to fix everything so I thought alright fine you know it's free I got a little bit of spare time. I'll give it a shot. I'll see what happens. And overall, the update honestly is not awful. So it has improved some aspects of the game. Now, I went through and wrote a whole big old list of things just to make sure I had my thoughts in a nice clear order here so I could go through them and discuss it with you guys. And uh, yeah, just let you know what I found with the game. Or the update, I should say. So the first point, as I did already mention, it is free. It's it's sort of like there's enough content there where some devs might call it a DLC. Uh, they've made it a free update, which, hey, props to those guys. Um, that's looking after the community. They understand that they're trying to welcome people back to the game. I think that's a great move. Um, yeah, nice. Didn't cost me anything. Um, if you don't already own the game, I'm pretty sure you just need to buy the base game and then update to Wastelanders. Um, yes, sweet. Uh, I would imagine it's probably shipping with it now because when you do your initial install, it should just install uh, up to the latest uh, version, which will be Wastelanders. So, yeah. Um, yeah, not- One of the big factors that they've changed is that they've added NPCs, which when the game first came out, there were no... Well, there was no human NPCs. There were robots and that sort of thing around the map, but they were scattered few and far between... The storyline was very choppy. You had to find hollow tapes to get the story of what was going on, and it just didn't make for a very fun experience. You had to really empty, it very was, empty. It was yeah, 
yeah, it was a vacuum. Like, <laughs> yep. it was. It made it feel very, very empty um, and desolate. There wasn't much con- in in the way of content. It didn't feel like it had depth. So this. To be fair, that's probably exactly what like a nuclear fallout would feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, like you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it would be boring. <laughs> um. In that regard, like, you know, obviously there's a bit of drama in the older Fallout titles, 3, New Vegas, and 4. They write the stories to be dramatic and that sort of thing. But they had that depth. It is a post-apocalyptic world. You know, it's sort of what you'd expect. There's different factions of people. Some have gone mad. Some have formed raider gangs. And some are trying to restore society. It's sort of what you would expect, really. Yeah, that's right. It's populated by... You know, it's like a Mad Max film. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's same same idea. So when you try and achieve that without all these crazy people, it's just robots. It's kind of like, well, yeah, there's no depth. It's it just became yeah. very boring. So very very, uh, yeah, it, long time coming, <laughs> but it was a sorely needed thing for this game. They really did need to add um, add these back in. Add those extra... There's a lot of extra questing now um, to do with the two main factions that are in the game. So there's big quest lines there to be had. So there's now a lot more content for the game and there's a lot more um, a lot more story towards it. So that's quite good. So they've made yeah, nice. some definite improvements there. Um, I did notice now this could... Because I haven't played it in so long, this could have been implemented earlier. But it's something which I noticed which I thought was pretty new. Uh, was there was a sort of a quality of life addition, if you like, which uh, when you walk around the field, there's a quick use. So instead of having to pick something up and then go into your inventory and then use it from there, like a stim pack or something like that, you can just hold the interact button down and it will use it straight away. So I thought, oh, yeah, that's cool. Hey, sweet. That's actually really handy, especially if you're trying to yeah. run away from something <laughs> and there's a, yeah, you know, a healing item, you can quickly use it and keep on your way. Just... Yeah, small but useful. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Words to live by. Mm. <laughs> small but useful. <laughs> You'd know, mate. Uh, I would. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Proven potency, only mm, once though. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm two hundred percent your potency. Anyway, continue. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I hadn't said anything for a while. So. No, you're right, man. <laughs> I appreciate your input. <laughs> I'm sure Claire did too. Yeah, oh, I was right, about to say. <laughs> oh. God damn it. <laughs> Had to be said. It did. Yep, it did. Anyway. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, they have also increased the amount of events. So just world events that uh, occur that you can go, you know, things that you can just go do. You can join in with other people if they're playing. Um, there's because they were few and far between in the beginning yeah, as well. There wasn't a lot. Yeah. I just remember getting no. in that starting area. There's that little farm um, where there's some robots that have like the the programming's gone, and you have to go and destroy all of the robots in this farm. It's like a level five quest. It's really low level, but yeah, every time you would be in that place like selling your crap to the vendor robot in there. It would just be like, hey, this event's happening. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> I've done it like <laughs> 10 times, man. 
Exactly. Is this a bit like um, Preston Garvey? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gravy, gravy, gravy. Preston oh, Gravy. Preston Gravy, <laughs> gravy yeah. It's, it was very much like that. I'm like, come on, man. Like, how many times do I have to put these robots in their place? <laughs> it was terrible. So now there is a grand total of 52 different world events uh, with differing level requirements, which is good. So as you progress, oh. you can get to different ones. Um, One a week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a bit of a progression calendar for you there. <laughs> Gain a level a week and <laughs> keep going. <laughs> it's Absolutely. Um, it's very much like um, any, I guess, like an MMO where there's different um, events. They're not instance dungeons or anything like that. I think they used to have those at one point. Um, but, yeah, it's cool that you can just go do these things with other players. I thought that was Absolutely. pretty good that you've got a bit of variety there as well. Um, in terms of... Uh, the update itself, software-wise, Bethesda have also made another uh, good move, I think, in that they've allowed players to link their Steam accounts to their Bethesda.net account, which allows them to choose which platform they run the game from. Now, that being said, it's currently the 27th. I do believe that they had a time limit on that until the 28th. So, as of tomorrow, at time of recording... So, yeah, hopefully you've gotten onto that already. <laughs> but Okay, so, so that's like what, transferring your save files, is it? Uh, yeah, so your account will go across. It basically lets you launch the game from within Steam rather than the Bethesda launcher. Uh, further to that, if you were to purchase 76, there was also a bonus there where you would get the Fallout Classic Collection for free. Yeah, I think that's why I was looking. Because so, you get Fallout... One, two, and tactics. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. uh, again, also applies to you if you already own the game too. If you already had 76, uh, if you download the new update, then you get those extras. So again, oh, nice. that does end tomorrow, the 28th of April. So yeah, right. hopefully you got onto that. If not, sorry. <laughs> Bad luck that you ran out of time. Damn, I didn't realize it ended tomorrow because... I was actually considering getting it just so I could get those those early Fallout games because I've never played any of them. Well, yeah, that, that's, that was half my reasoning because I was like, well, if it turns out to be a shit game, at least I've got three games to fall back on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yep, I was so, thinking the same way. Yeah. That being said, um, the whole classic collection is 30 bucks. Yeah. So it's not a massive oh, so loss. Still, but yeah. yeah, I'm not... Pretty good game though for free. Hey, yeah, for free. Great. Nice bonus. I was actually... I didn't realise. I was just uh, in Steam, and they've all popped up in here for some reason, even though I've got mm. uh, 76 in my Bethesda launcher. Yeah, all the Fallout classic games are just all of a sudden in my Steam library. I was like, where the fuck did these come from? And then I, <laughs> and then I was reading up for this report, and I found that. I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, I was nice. pretty, pretty stoked on that. But, yeah, um, hey, man, you've got till... Tomorrow, I guess. Um, yeah, I'll probably buy it tonight. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be until oh, it. the twenty eighth in the US, I imagine. So we'll have a little bit of extra time there. So that concludes my positive points for the game. <laughs> now here we go. It was actually a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but uh, I'm yeah. strapping myself in for the cons. Let's I go. Let's have, get it on. Yeah, I did have quite a few, I think, nice things to say. Uh, Absolutely. The the cons do unfortunately outweigh the pros. 
Um, enough to sway you from buying the game? I don't know. We'll wait and see. So, the first point, the loading times and just the overall performance of the game seems a lot worse than what I remember from when it was actually released. So It actually seems worse. Yeah. Um, wow. Now, I'm going just on memory. I think I had... Now, unfortunately, there's no playtime counter on the Bethesda launcher, so I don't know how long exactly I've spent in the game, but I've got a level 30 character and a pretty good probably three quarters of the map discovered. So I have spent a lot of time in the game and I don't remember the performance being as bad as it is now. So your load-in times when you launch the game are quite long and transitioning between interiors and exteriors, like it's, they're not unreasonably long, but it's long yeah, enough it that you start you to game, notice. Hey? Yes, exactly. It's just long enough to Break. notice. Breaks the immersion for sure. Yeah. Um, further to that, just walking around through the world, the game would just like drop all of its frames and go down to about two frames a second and just start stuttering for about five seconds and then back to normal oh. again. And I was like, Jesus, what is this? I'm pr- like, it's the same PC. I don't think it's my PC, even though it's an older machine. It's still, it's still not badly specced, even though it's you know five or six years old. It's a pretty decent machine. I'd like to think anyway. <laughs> but I've, I've, Man, there's, there's nothing wrong with that machine. Yeah, no, still <laughs> not too right bad. Now. It's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, I was just getting these stutters, dropping frames. Um, I don't know if it's... It, maybe it was server load or something like that. Um, or just... I don't know. I really don't know why it was happening. It was just... It wasn't constant. It was just seemingly random. Um, I had the game on medium... Uh, graphic settings for performance and I'm only averaging around 30 frames um, so for any PC nerds I'm running a overclocked i7 with uh, two 980 uh, GTX 980s but they're not actually running SLI because nothing likes SLI these days so yeah with one of those it's I feel like it should run better than that I'm pretty sure Fallout 4 runs better than that and, yeah, it's pretty much the same engine. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. You've got to remember that now you've got to account for all them NPCs and dialogue oh, that yes. they never had. So much <laughs> extra content. So much extra content. <laughs> that should have been in the game. That's where your performance is going. So Don't forget about 16 times 16 the detail. 16 times the detail. It just works. 16 times the frame. <laughs> 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 it feels like that. Oh, oh man! Oh, so so up. yeah. Granted, it's it's an older machine, but yeah, I I did also notice that when you get groups of enemies, I was dropping ten to twenty frames on top of that. Like I was dropping down to the low tens, uh, like twelve frames Jeez. when there's like a group of ghouls coming along. Um, I don't know if it's it's, it's not network packet loss or anything, is it? Well, like, I don't know. Um, because it's not online only, yeah. It is. Yeah. So it could just be an actual... I'll get to this in a sec. Because um, <laughs> that's another point a bit further down. Um, yeah, so... You, well, actually, no. Let's cover it now. I guess your, your response times, in that being said, overall have been pretty poor. So I noticed delays after interacting with items in the field. So when you're trying to pick something up, you'd hit yeah. E, in my case, to pick it up. And then it would go into my inventory after like a second. Like, Hang yeah. on a minute. That should be instant. Like that's the whole point. Like you picking it up, it just 
should go there, but you pick it up and I'd turn around to walk away and it's still there. And then it's just like pop and then it's picked up. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird one. Cause you'd think yeah. you could, you could, you could almost blame that on network loss, but then you think about the, the item is already there. All it needs to yeah. do is transfer it from the container to your inventory. Yeah. Like, whether it's netcode or something, like it's got to update obviously for the rest of the players on the map too. So, um, yeah, I cause I, I did have an instance where there was a mole rat running at me and mm-hmm. I shot that motherfucker <laughs> as you do. And nothing happened. It attacked me and dealt damage, but then it died. So, Oh Jesus. It should, <laughs> it should have been dead before it attacked me. Cause I only shot it once. I shot it in the in the face with a shotgun, and yeah, so I shot it. It attacked me, and then it died, and I still had that damage dealt to me. So I was like, hmm. "Hang on a minute, <laughs> that's not cool." <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so that was uh, again another thing just to do with the response time. So maybe it's just poor net coding or something. I'm not too sure, um, yeah. but yeah, it just seems like there's a lot of lag there in terms of network. So that Bethesda's was a, probably got some crazy. Indian server. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It could... Back of some yeah, little slum there. <laughs> it could be because we're in Australia too. It's like, no, nah, fuck those guys. They can deal with the shit. Oh, Screw well, Oceania. Yeah, that's... You know what? <laughs> Knowing our MBN network, it mm. wouldn't surprise me. Oh, man. But anyway. Anyway, so moving on from that one, we'll, we'll burn through these ones. I'll get through my shitty points. Um... I fell through the floor a few times. <laughs> so particularly getting out of power armor, like I'd hop out of the power armor and just fall away into oblivion. Um, yeah, I've, I've actually heard about this um, happening to other people. Mm. So yeah, yeah not alone on that one. It happened a few times. It was, but it just respawns you where you were. So it didn't really matter. It's just like, yeah, oh, okay. oh fuck, like what's happening? So there was yeah. no game breaking bugs to speak of, like nothing serious. Just all these minor inconveniences. Um, I've heard that the console version is still super buggy. Um, just looking at reviews online of the update, I can't confirm that because I've got it on PC, but it's something that I've read. So I don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, something else which could be a problem there. Um, and I can't back that up, man, because I have not I have not yeah, touched it on have it console yet. for a long time. I still have it. Yep. I still own it. But I haven't played it in so long, man, so I can't even back yeah. that one up, unfortunately. Well, if you get a chance um, to fire it up, let us know. But, yeah, otherwise I'll just we'll keep an eye on the um, the overall reviews that are coming through. So, yeah, um, which is actually another point further down. Uh, but uh, enemy level scaling was a serious issue for me. So, as I said, I've got about a level 30 character. I happened to be in a server with some dude who was like level 310. I shit you not. I was like, man, that's no life and hard. <laughs> and most of the other players in this world were over level 100. They were sort of up to 150, that sort of vicinity. So I was getting my ass handed to me by these groups of enemies. I had no chance against just walking through to do quests. Like, I was getting absolutely destroyed. I got annihilated by this horde of, like, 10 to 15 feral ghouls while I was walking to the um, the settler's base. And it had, like... It was led by this level 70 legendary 
um, I just got absolutely wasted. I just stood no chance. I was like, well, how is that fair? The only way around that is to get a private world to play with your friends. And, uh, yeah, again, something else I'll cover very soon. But, yeah, I was just like, well, that, that, that's kind of shit. How, must, like, how is that fair on new players if they get dumped into a random world with people who are these levels? If yeah, these enemies are scaling? Of, it's kind of a big turn-off, really. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that. well, I just fucking died. <laughs> there was no two ways about it. I'm like, well, I'm dead. I started trying to run and fight. I was right near, oh, what's it called? Is it, there's a big, like a country club. Is it White Gardens or something like that? I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it is, I think it is something gardens. I don't yeah. know if it's white, but it's, I know it's something gardens. The country club anyway. It's got a whole shitload of like friendly robots that guard it as well. I was right near there. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to leg it in here. These things annihilated those robots. I was like, man, I remember these things taking down Scorch Beasts. <laughs> but they just fucked up the robots and then came for me. I was like, oh, oh. man. <laughs> I ended up just getting fucking curb stomped, man. I Yeah. So that wasn't fun. Um, another negative point is that the quest line that has been added so far, now I will point out before I start saying about this, is that I'm not that far into it. So this, take with a grain of salt because I do need to go further into it. But so far it's just been, oh, hey man, go talk to this guy. I'm like, all right. So I'll go talk to that guy and he's like, oh, hey, go talk to this other person. And then they'll make me walk like 15 kilometers to find some other guy and ask him a question. And he might get me to do a fetch quest or just kill some stuff. And I'm like, man, there's, there's no substance to this yet. I'm really bored yeah. already. I'm like, give me like, give me something exciting to get going. It's just been so boring so far. I've just on that, just real quick. One thing that I read when I was looking into like reviews and everything of this game. Yeah. One guy stated, sorry, I can't remember his name. Uh, you can only play for nine or so levels before the story is sort of halted by an NPC saying for you to continue, you need to actually be at level 20. Yeah. So if you're, if you're starting as a brand new character, luckily for you, I think you were already above 20 when you started, right? Yeah, level 30. So Yeah, there you go. So if you're starting again, you sort of get to... You can get to nine doing the uh, doing the Wastelanders DLC and then you can't go back to continue that Wastelanders until you're level 20. Yeah, so right. you've got to go back out into the the vanilla or the the regular 76 and do the same old crap until you reach level 20. Yeah, and I, I found progress. that hell shit, man. It's like a, just, just... Yeah. I don't get it. It's a, No, not at all, man. Like you, You're sort of punishing new players, really. It's just yeah. a, another wall. Like, yeah. there's... You know, progress walls. They've got paywalls. They should call it Wall Out Seventy Six because exactly. Like, <laughs> seriously, man. There's so much yeah. of it. It just like let us progress. Let us play the game. Just let it be. Let it be fun, please. Exactly. Like, why do you have to? You know, why do you get a taste of it for nine levels and then hey, you got to go away now and do some boring mm. ass shit where you go from person to person talking for eleven levels, man? Like that. That just seems ludicrous to me. That's right. But if it's wall at 76, Trump Howard made the game. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's your final boss. Trump gravy. <laughs> Just this big orange head beast. 
have, have you met Jason Muse's character yet? Nah, but I saw that he was a voice yeah. actor for it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, you did mention that, yeah. Old Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to, That's I'll at have least to, something to look forward to. Yeah, I'll have to make the effort to go find that. I've got to admit, I've... Yeah, I've sort of stopped again <laughs> after playing this, but uh, yeah, um, I do need to progress because, as I said, like it's, I, I do need to see if this quest line does improve because there are a lot of people which have been saying that it is great. They're loving this quest line. Um, that's something which... Something interesting is that there, a lot of the ratings for this game, people online are talking about it and saying that it's so good now. And a lot of the reviews I've been reading, the vast majority anyway, are from existing fans and veterans of the game saying, you know, they're actually saying in their report, like, oh, I've loved the game since launch and now it's just made my experience so much better. It's like, well, that's a, you know, that's a skewed view. Like, you're not, it's not a fresh review. You've stated you already liked the game, so giving it another positive, it's like an artificial boost to the positive ratings, if you like. Exactly, it's a bias review yeah, right I, off the bat. It is, which, you know, I, I feel that... Yeah, but if, if anyone if anyone knows the game, they'll know that it's a good update, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but it, I feel like so many people were already soured on the game who have just not come back to it, who are just completely ignoring this update. And Yeah, but look at No Man's Sky. Yeah, that's true. I almost blame that game for what happened for 76 because going from what you've said throughout this whole thing, it almost seems like they've just gone, you know what, No Man's Sky released uncompleted. Let's do the same thing. We'll put out a game as it is now. They would have already said, hey, let's, we're going to have a full fleshed out game with NPCs, quest line, all that. But they just didn't get it in time. They've said, you know what, let's just put out the game as it is. People will like it. People will hate it. But then we'll come, with, come in with our redemption story with a free update. You know, everyone will come flooding back because we've given them what we should have put in the fucking start of the game. Yeah. And y- you know what I mean? No. Yeah, you could be I, on to something there. I <laughs> sort of, no, I sort of disagree because they never initially planned to release it with NPCs. That was the gimmick the whole time. So that yeah, was but when it was. Come in, on, it's a Fallout game. Like, I know. It almost makes me think that they were, they were holding back because they knew it was a limitation at the time. Like they wouldn't have been able uh, yeah. to push it out in time. Possibly, very possible. Um, it, I mean, it would it would certainly make sense. But I do seem to remember when it was announced and when they started talking about it, uh, when it was initially announced at E3, what, a couple of years ago now, um, when Todd Howard was talking about it, I'm, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that was one of the main the points when they were talking about releasing the game, that even back then they were saying that there wasn't going to be NPCs. It was going to be all community-driven and all between the players, and that was going to be how the game was to be played. So I yeah, I see what you're saying. But I'm sure they had a much bigger vision, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, possibly. Again, yeah, bringing it back yeah. to No Man's Sky, they were saying you know it's going to be community-driven and it's going to be multiplayer, this, that, the other. Yeah. Um, they didn't deliver on any of that, though. <laughs> no, but the, this what I'm saying is... Todd Howard would have done it a, a much smarter way than Hello Games did and actually gone, you know what, I know we can't deliver, so let's just let's just say what we can put out. You yeah. know what, you know what I'm trying to say here? I wouldn't put it past I, I just feel like it's, <laughs> they're using it as an excuse. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Because it, it's that, pretty yeah, convenient it's... 
it's kind of a complete game now, but it's yeah. it still sounds like it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, ironically, for me, it's probably still not enough. But it also did take them what two years to bring this out. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a case that they ran out of time. I think that this is purely based on backlash that they've started working on this and they've taken this amount of time to produce this new content and bring it into the world. So I'm not yeah. sure like you could you definitely could be right though. There could be something that they've gone, well shit, we had this grand plan, we can't do it. Let's release what we think is enough. And it wasn't enough. And I still don't yeah. think it is. Personally. And that being said, with with No Man's Sky, I actually yeah, I loved that initially. And the reason that I liked it initially is because I went to an, into it totally blind. I knew that it was going to be a space game where you could travel to different planets, and that's about all I knew about it. And I was like, that alone sounds sick, I'm in. And I just stopped paying attention. I wanted to go into it totally blind, spoiler-free, all that sort of thing. So I completely ignored any press on it. And when I went into it, I wasn't disappointed because I didn't know what was... I had no expectations. I was going in very fresh. So that, yeah, true. that to me, made a you, huge difference. You built difference. your own expectations. Yeah, it, exactly. So for me, I was like, man, this game's cool. Like, I was having so much fun. And then everyone started shitting on it. And I was reading into like, oh, they promised all these things and they're not in the game. And I was like, oh, well, that's not cool. But it didn't affect me because I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was a, I was a bit of a different case in, for, in uh, No Man's Sky. And even with No Man's Sky, every time I see a piece of news on social media about that game, there's still so many people that shit on it and just talk shit. Oh, look, yeah, I'll, I feel like they've, from what I've read, they've made a redemption story. Yeah, um, there's so much I'm, more in I'm the certainly game. Not, I'm certainly not going to sit back here and shit on it because much like 76, I don't have a horse in the race, so I haven't mm. played the game to actually experience it. But I've heard enough like firsthand from my sister for one yeah um who bought the game n- not unlike yourself she she actually was expecting the game they were trying to deliver and yeah said it was an absolute fucking dumpster fire so <laughs> yeah i sort of went off those opinions but for, you know from from what i've been reading i'm like well that's a redemption story right there and for to do everything as free updates like yeah you know good on them so sort of have to do that but yeah, and I and back to the original point in the artificial reviews. Well, not artificial reviews, but the biased, the biased reviews. I think that you're gonna see that, and you probably would see the same thing with No Man's Sky as well. But the people who would possibly make the negative reviews have already been burned. They're not going back to the game. There's so many people who are just gonna completely ignore it. Uh, same as No Man's Sky. As I said, you still see people just absolutely shitting on it, saying, nah, they've had their chance. I'm never playing this game again. There's all these people that have been burned who could go back and play it and go, no, this game's still shit. Give it a negative review. But they're just completely ignoring the game. So that's where I think that the the very positive rating that it has at the moment is probably slightly out of proportion because it's people that are still playing who have, who have been playing the game who are jumping on and giving the game these good reviews. And it may be, yeah, a little bit blown out of proportion, in my opinion. I agree with the blown out of proportion because they've gone into it loving the original 
game. Yeah. So why would they not love something that is supposed to make it better? That's right. They've given you know, that, that's, more content. That's why it's going to be bought. They're They've de- given you more yeah. than the empty world that you already loved. They're definitely so, going to do a positive review for it. But as I said, the people exactly. who potentially would do a negative review are just not there to begin with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's a yeah, little bit, true. yeah. So that's that's sort of my thoughts. And I'm thinking as time goes by, maybe it'll level out. Maybe as more people decide, oh, maybe I'll go give it a crack. Maybe not. You know, maybe they won't come back. Who knows? Only time will tell. But that's sort of my thoughts on why it's got such a very good review at the moment. Um, when the, the positive reviews, a lot of them don't actually give reasons why it's good. They just say, oh, I've always loved this game. And it's like, well, that's not helpful at all <laughs> yeah it's, that's, that's just, not a review <laughs> yeah that's a circle jerk that's not a review <laughs> exactly so yeah so to me like i'm you know this is a very fleshed out full review <laughs> with lots and lots of different points on what's going on here um yeah i definitely don't agree with a lot of these uh positive reviews i think that it's better but i don't think that it's anywhere near what it needs to be um so what you're saying is don't buy it tonight. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not telling anyone to not buy it because everyone, and as good as reviews are to get a gauge on, you know, uh, features of the game, what you can do, great for that. Otherwise, it's purely an opinion and it could be very different from someone else's opinion. Of course, I mean, there are, there's people who do love the game, as I've just said, and, you know, great. If they love the game, let them enjoy it. Fantastic. It's not for me. But I'm not telling anyone to not buy the game because you might love it. And that's, you know, that's something which everyone needs to keep in mind when looking at reviews. That it's, that's it, it's, different strokes. Yeah, it's, it's someone's opinion. It's not fact, right? It, it, unless they're talking about features and describing the game. That's, you know, that's fine. That's, that's all you should really use reviews for. Don't form an opinion based on reviews. Do it, you know, have a look for yourself, play the game and figure it out. So, yeah, that's absolutely, it. that's it. I did just have one more point on, on the game. <laughs> one more unfortunate it. negative point, but I did mention earlier the Fallout first subscriptions. Now, to me, I think that this is atrocious. I really, really disagree with them having this because, for especially for what you have to pay for the game, I don't see how it's warranted really like there's certain features with behind this paywall which you should not have to pay for so they are sort of marketed as being quality of life and cosmetic improvements but the difference that they make is huge so one of these differences is the ability to have a private world so you and i think eight friends or maybe it's you and seven other friends to make eight people something like that you can have your own private server no one else can come into it. It's just you guys. The advantage there, as I said before, is that you're not going to get shredded by overleveled enemies because you're, you know, either playing together so the the tougher guys can tank for you, or you're all about the same level so the challenge is even. That's your advantage there. Um, to have to pay for that, like I said, some poor schmuck like me who doesn't have it is just going to get absolutely destroyed by overleveled enemies, and that's not cool. I sh- should we really have to pay for that? You know, I don't think that that's a good idea. No, um, it's a cash grab, man. It really they're is. Cashing in. It is, and it's, it's yep, exactly. Uh, that's one thing I'll hundred percent agree with you on. Is 
it's such a fucking cash grab yep. and for what you get for it like it as you said it's atrocious yep it's, it's um just for it's exploitation yeah just for for i suppose the people who love the game and want these things are going to pay it as well that's what I mean. It, it's it's flat out exploitation yep. of the people who love the game. They're features like, which, as I say, they're masquerading as being premium. <laughs> they're not. Well, ma- as I say, they're they're. It's like a because f- I've heard I've heard the the private worlds as well. Um, you sort of only like you dip in and out of those. So as soon as you come out, someone goes into that private world. So. You could jump into your so-called private world, but it's been completely fucking looted by someone else who's come in before you. Oh, so they're okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. Now, I wasn't I aware of that. I don't know if they've updated that, but they're not. It's not like a private server. Yeah, you're temporarily hosting that world, and then someone else can come into it. That's that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that um, either. Yep. Yeah. Again, I don't know if they've. Um, resolve that issue but mm. it, when they first brought out that um the sort of pay to play or pay to rent um private servers yeah that was a that was a major issue people were going in and there's it was desolate yeah no loot everything's been killed yeah it's <laughs> just been like, annihilated that's a major by issue else. that's pretty bad when you again you're yeah. paying all this money for it just for yeah, reference exactly. if, if anyone's not aware just for reference it's 180 australian dollars a year which is pretty fucking expensive. It's outrageous. It's cheaper to play World of Warcraft, which I would much rather fucking do. Absolutely. You know? Get a lot more content. I would would pay for RuneScape membership before I paid for this shit. Like... (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Actually, just RuneScape's fucking mad just quietly, but... (laughs) (laughs) Not not shitting on RuneScape at all. I love RuneScape. Uh, OSRS, I should say, not... Not RuneScape 3. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Dude, I'd pay $180 for fucking Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, shit. <laughs> oh, Fuck man, yeah. I was actually checking out that game today because I was looking for point-and-click adventures. That's how I ended up on Paradigm. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Nice, but, uh, nice, yeah. nice. We digress. Nice. <laughs> yes, anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's the end of it. Um, you know, you. all that being said, you can 100% play through the entirety of this game without spending a cent... Beyond your original purchase price for Fallout 76, you do not have to pay this money. It just makes the game very, very different. It does. It's almost pay to win. It's 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 it is, but it's not. It just it just smooths out the game experience so much, and that's where I sort of think you know it's really not fair for people who just want to jump in and that sort of thing to get just shat on by different things there. Oh, you, you know, you could just pay for this and make it easier. I was like, well, yeah, nah, it's a man. paywall. Yep. It's, again, it's exploitation. Yep. Wall out. <laughs> Wall out 76. Yep. 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 So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely not Fallout 4.5 as some people have been calling it. Um, you know, all I can say is, man, Fallout 5, come on, Fallout 5, please. Just something, yeah, new story. I mean, yeah, at the very least, all I can say is that at least we can see Bethesda are, in some regards, listening to their community and trying to do the right thing in some areas. There's definitely still things that I think they can improve on, but the overall consensus with this update, for me, as a closing remark, is that they're moving in the right direction. Um, they've listened to feedback. 
they've implemented different features which have been requested or complained about and they've, they've seen this community feedback and acted on it. So props to them for that. Long way to go. That's my closing remark on the Wastelanders update. So there you go. Sweet. I've been talking Beautiful. for a long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just... Lost half of our listeners by now, but anyway. yeah, probably. <laughs> Can I just ask something here? Go for it. So, I'll usually anything that pops into my head, I'll normally record it in the notes on my phone just for possible topics to be talking about in the episodes. Sure. Can you guys shed any light on why I have a note in my phone that says one question: Has Steve Carell insured his eyebrows? <laughs> I remember something about that. I have no fucking idea why I've put this in my phone. I I remember briefly saying how I think he's overrated and I don't like him. How does that link to him insuring his eyebrows? Oh, I, I don't know. A joke you heard, perhaps? Like, like, I just have no I'm fucking lost. idea, man. Yeah, I I have no idea. I just thought it was worth mentioning. I mean, I don't know whether I went down the thought process of like, you know, how some celebrities have insured their like their legs, like or their breasts, uh, 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 or their <laughs> or their titties. Like, I think I know, I know Heidi, <laughs> like that. <laughs> of course, man. Those things need to be protected. All right, <laughs> national treasure. Like. That supermodel, Heidi Klum, I think she insured her legs for like $2 million each. Even like Jennifer Lopez insured her booty for like $27 million or something, my missus was saying the other day. So I don't know whether we were talking about that and I was like, oh, maybe Steve Carell should insure his eyebrows. I don't know. Yeah, I seem to remember you mentioning it in in our group chat and I was just like, what? (laughs) <laughs> I just have yeah. Random I just thought I'd throw that in there. I have I have no fucking idea why that was in my phone, but don't know, man. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of random notes, I wanted to quiz you guys on how you eat kiwi fruit. Oh, true. Here we I've, go. I've put this. I put this question to the eight bit team, but um, I want to ask you guys: Do you a cut it in half and scoop out the flesh and eat it that way? Yep. Or b do you shave that sucker and eat it with the skin on? Nah, A for me. I spoon it out. A? Right. Yeah, if yeah, I generally I'd spoon it out. Okay. Generally. Okay. Yes. I'm still I like, to, I like to I like to spice it up every once in a while, you know. Sometimes it's it suppository. <laughs> Mate, shh. I'm told you that in confidence. <laughs> Unshaved, exactly. Yeah, okay. So you shave no, it? I, 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 yeah, I, well, sometimes I don't even shave it. I just go the uh the old hairy you hairy just, balls. You eat the whole fucking thing. Yep. That's nasty, Are man. Are you fucking... For real? Yeah, bro. I've You're an animal. I've heard You're an animal. antioxidants in that skin, so... Nothing goes to waste, except for that little nubby bumhole end. Man, I'll there's that out. protein in cum, but you don't drink that, do you? Oh, jeez. Now we're asking the hard-hitting questions. Holy God. <laughs> I'm like I didn't have a mouthful of beer when, yeah. I, when I heard that. <laughs> Jesus. Computer would be cactus. <laughs> Oh. Uh, a bit like so my curds after I eat a um, hairy, yeah. hairy kiwi fruit. <laughs> so have you found no one else that eats it that way? No, nope, not yet. And the only reason I brought it up was because I was eating one at work the other day and I got absolutely scolded by the guys. <laughs> they thought I was a fucking freak. Well, yeah, I thought I was doing it as a joke and I was like... Mm, you you nice. know what the real so question is here though? What else do you shave? Shave everything except my chest. 
Yeah, mm. no, you can't. Sh- you can't shave the chest, mate. You oh, in my that. face, obviously. <laughs> you are the bearded wonder, so yes, you cannot wonder. shave that either. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, so can we uh, can we have a quick chat about the latest news with Mister Mick Gordon here, please? Sure. So. I know we were chatting briefly before the episode, but uh, per NintendoEnthusiast.com, when I was caught wind of this, I caught a headline that said, Doom Eternal composer unlikely to return after music mishandling. Now, as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, please <laughs> don't tell me, you know, eventually they're, they're going to release another Doom game and he's somewhat departed or not having anything to do with it. And sure enough, the, uh, the site posted an image from a uh, conversation between uh, the Reddit poster and Mick Gordon. The conversation stated, and I quote, Yo, Mick, are you going to be here if it decides to work on another Doom game? To which Mick Gordon has responded, Doubt we'll work together again. So that was like already alarming reading that. Yeah, um, that's pretty blunt. Yeah, exactly. And obviously no one knows whether this is directed at bethesda or id software but either way this sucks man if this is true there will be a monumental amount of pressure on the composer that precedes him oh like, man. seriously big shoes to fill <laughs> exactly um i mean if you go online you'll see a few other comments he's left on various videos and posts um he did state on on another post uh i quote i didn't mix those and i wouldn't have done that you'll be able to spot the small handful of tracks i've mixed mm. e.g meat hook command and control etc um, you know, in the beginning I thought, oh, maybe these are fake posts, but the more and more I read about it, it seems to be sort of true. And as I said, nothing's been confirmed by Mick, uh, Bethesda or id Software. Um, but it just, mm. yeah, the more I'm seeing about it, you know, the more I'm starting to believe it's true. Um, and, but all I can say is, you know, I understand if he's, if he's had enough of sort of being restricted creatively, um, that I can understand why he, he wants out. Um, it's pretty you know, shit. From, it, it is, man. And you know, the more I read about it, it's something like ninety-eight percent of composers don't have the rights to their own music, man. Oh which yeah, fucking blew me away, man. That's um, that to me just seems so wrong. It's, so either Bethesda or id, or id Software actually owns his his tunes. Yeah, and that yeah, like you said, ninety-eight percent. It's a pretty standard thing. Um, it's just part of the yeah, it is. It's part of the contract when they make the music. Um, a lot yeah. of that but there, stuff. Is that yeah. not wrong? It's so fucking wrong, man. Yeah, is that it, not it, fucking it, wrong? I think uh, yeah. I think the logic behind it um, is that they're paying for a service and a product. The product being the music. So when they've paid for it, that becomes their property. So that would be what the logic is behind it. Even though, I mean, it's just, actually you can go onto that website Fiverr and you can find musicians to make you music. You know, it depends on what they want to charge you for it, but you could pay someone to compose you some music on there and you get the rights to that music because you've paid them for it. So even on a small Look, scale, I, it's the same kind of thing. So as much as it's kind of shit, it's I guess that's just the reality behind it is that it is, at the end of the day, just a product. I understand that, but you can't say it's not a kick in the dick. <laughs> like, honestly, oh, out of the, like, 46 or 47 songs or whatever it is that, that <clears throat> that's going to be on this soundtrack... He's only been able to mix 11 of them. Yeah. Like, is that not just a, a kick right in the mummy daddy button? It's, Honestly. It's pretty shit that they've modified what he's done after the fact. Um, and you can hear it. You can f- you can hear it. I swear yeah. to God. 
you know, the actual soundtrack has not been released yet, but obviously, you know, if you go on YouTube, you're going to be able mm. to find it. One guy has actually listed it, and I'm not going to, I won't give his name, but he's actually listed the ones that have been mixed by Mick Gordon and the ones that haven't been mixed by yeah. Mick Gordon. And yeah. man, they're night and day. You can hear the difference. Mick Gordon's ones are always intense, erratic. You can hear every instrument or every piece of music that's been done. Whereas, you know, the ones that haven't been mixed by him are far too clean and you yeah. can just, trust me, you can hear the difference. It does, it really, it strikes me as strange. I don't really understand the reasoning behind them doing it. Why didn't they just let him no. finish it off? Like <laughs> He is, he is doomed. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he is doomed. I, I I cannot imagine that they're going to be able to find a composer mm. to replace him. It just, it, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, I mean, I'm going to be biased because, uh, I, as I've stated before, I think he's a genius. I think he's captured the doom feeling mm. wholeheartedly. And um, he's Australian. So, and he's, of yeah, course, he's and, he's an, and he's an Aussie. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It, I'm sort of left confused. Yeah. I don't really understand um but obviously we don't know the full story mm. you know I'm, I'm i'm honestly going by stories that i've seen online um, yeah you know there's, there's there always are... some behind the scenes bullshit exactly going on. exactly so. we probably never will know but obviously if you know because i know they're talking about doing another another doom game uh obviously if he has nothing to do with that then we've got our answer mm. that's yeah. right so all I can say is long story short or attempted long story short, it's just, yeah, disappointing. Um, but I'll continue to listen to or follow Mick Gordon wherever I can. Yeah, Because um, he has he has got other decent soundtracks outside of um, outside of Doom. I mean, he did Killer Instinct as well, man. There's some hell good Killer Instinct tunes as well. Yeah, nice. So uh, uh, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. He, oh, did, yeah. uh, he did those as well. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's he's just been in the industry a while. And he no has, doubt, man. No doubt he will stay in the the industry, but oh, absolutely, yeah. he will. He just, I just, if it's, this is true, he will obviously just he won't work with Bethesda and did software mm, again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, so that was um that was yeah just a bit of a disappointing sort of thing to read, and obviously disappointing to find out that he's only been able to mix eleven tracks. So yeah, yeah. I'll probably end up sticking to those eleven tracks just out of uh, spite. Yeah, <laughs> just put them on shuffle on your music player while you're shredding Doom instead, just to stick it to them. Yeah. Turn the music volume like off in game. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. Give Mick the actually. Music. Speaking of audio, actually, mm. I wanted to um, just mention that Nvidia RTX Voice Nvidia oh, released not too yes. long ago. Actually, yeah, it was a couple of days ago, but it's in beta form at the moment, and <laughs> I shared it to you guys in a TikTok video, and I I know. <laughs> But you hate TikTok, but that <laughs> that video man was pretty fucking cool. You got yeah, it was it was it was pretty impressive, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, f- for anyone who hasn't heard of this RTX voice, um, basically what it is is it's a AI uh, program that uses the graphics cards. Um, well, in the RTX cards, it uses the tensor cores to filter out any background noise, and the video is a. Uh, a Twitch streamer sitting in front of his computer and he's banging on his desk and he's got a massive industrial fan and you can just hear his voice and that's it. And I was like, nah, surely this is fake. He turns off the filter and you can hear the fan, you can hear his banging, turns the filter back on, it's just his voice. And I said to said to you boys, I'm going to check this out tonight and can confirm it does work and I managed to get it working on my GTX card. So, yeah. yeah. 
That's pretty, pretty cool. Damn cool. It's actually it's pretty mind blowing. Um, and yeah, I was you know least of all expecting the GPU to be able to do it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that I know. Pretty when, strange. When I read it, I was like, they're using a GPU to do audio processing. Okay. So, <laughs> I guess they're powerful yeah. enough these days, especially the RTX cards. They're beasts. They got yeah, that, that's yeah, it. So, so yeah, but yeah. From what I've read, um, they were saying they have been able to get it to work even on 700 series cards but it's very hit and miss oh so, shit <laughs> yeah wow but the 10 yeah i got it working on the gdx 1080 worked pretty good yep. wasn't perfect it did cut my voice out like every now and then um obviously if the background noise is similar to the my voice at the time it sounded like it was cutting it out so yeah but it's for the most part it was Worked brilliantly. Yeah. Moving forward, that's pretty cool because it's only, a, as you said, it's only in beta as well. So yeah, hopefully right, yeah. it uh, just improves. And um, I mean, people like us doing, you know, or even Twitch streamers, things like that, whatever, audio production of any kind, you can use it to filter out that background noise. And yeah, that's right. Which, Using artificial intelligence, yeah. Yeah, so. which as we found out on episode two, <laughs> can be a <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> Those damn crickets. Yep. Oh, and I'm sure anyone so heard... If anyone was listening carefully on the last episode, they would have heard my baby crying in the background. But, um, <laughs> I yeah, actually I, didn't I notice that confirm. when we were recording. Yeah, right. Until I you can confirm, it. though. I had the had my baby sitting right here, and she was crying while I was talking, and couldn't hear it. Yeah. So pretty amazing technology, and I think Nvidia um, actually came out and stated that they didn't actually expect it to work on GTX cards. So they're actually looking for people to do beta testing on different cards and give them feedback. So yeah, cool. if, you, if you're into audio, like check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll link all the um, links in the show notes. So if you want to check that out, um, jump, on our, jump on our website and follow the links. Good stuff, man. Yeah, yes. well, I, I yeah, might cool. check that out myself, see if it runs on my cards, uh, if it's yeah, any good I, or I not. And yeah, I think it will. They, they did say it was hit and miss on the 900 series, but... I feel if you're not doing any hardcore video rendering, so if you're not playing a game and, you know, mm. streaming, if you're just doing what we're doing, you know, spoken voice, yeah. I think it'll work pretty well. Let it do its, let it do the work without having any other stress and yeah, that's should, right. should let it run through fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out and see if it makes any difference to the uh, the audio quality. It's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, mm. yep. it's pretty easy to set, uh, set up too. Yeah, right. Well, look, I, I just... Something a little bit off topic is a little while ago you mentioned uh, Tills that you were looking for a point and click adventure, and yes, sir. you may have come across this one. It's something which I uh, saw just a few days ago. Actually, it's been out for a little while, but just coming out on Switch, I believe, um, is a game called Guard Duty. Have you heard of that one? I actually haven't. No. Yeah, it's another. It's point and click adventure. Um, Looks to be fairly quirky. Um, I'm just having a look at a bit of a, well, I suppose it's a synopsis sort of thing. Um, it says, Guard Duty is a comedy adventure about love, loss, and the end of the world. Experience an unforgettable story spanning across two radically different time periods. All reviews, very positive, 92%. Um, again, like I said earlier, grain of salt there. But uh, I watched probably a 20-minute video of this game just to sort of see what it's about it looks kind of cheesy like the, the comedy in the games um you know from what i saw initially i've seen better but 
It's got those yeah, but traditional. Come on, we, we used to play Leisure Suit Man, <laughs> like... and the comedy in Leisure Suit Larry is pure gold. Okay, yeah. the best. It is the best. All right, but <laughs> but it's um it does have those traditional like the good the puzzle solving elements to the game where you've got to figure out the really obscure solution to the puzzle and walk around talking yeah, to yeah. everyone. It has, and it, the the art looks fantastic. It looks like a fantastic game. It's got the old pixel art sort of thing, and yeah, yep. uh, looks like it's it might actually be out already on on Switch or it's coming out. Um, yeah, so if you something looking for something to play on the old Switch as well, uh, that's a bit of a sort of a, like your classic point and clicks, and might be a good one to check out. Yeah, nice. I well, might... I've yeah, I've played through Broken Sword uh, recently. Uh, yeah, yep. Broken Sword 5. But yeah, as I said, I've got Paradigm to get through. Um, that's a pretty nice. cool and quirky one. And that's got throwbacks to all your old point-and-click adventures. So that's right. I might check that one out as well. Yeah, I'm only about an hour into it, but very cool game, man. I don't know if you've obviously seen it back in the day, but um, I know my sister's played a fair bit of it. But yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Tell you what, talking about back in the pretty day. pretty funny. Um I've been doing a big clean out of my house, just moving some crap on that I really don't need anymore. And I came across this pile of old games, like I'm talking floppy disks. I've got Oof. some box games of... King's yeah, Quest. Uh, yep. <laughs> King's Quest Five is one How of them. How did I know? <laughs> Man, I love King's Quest Five. It is the best King's Quest yeah. Out of all of them, it's so good. I found King's Quest Eight as well, which was the the first foray into three D. Like yep. I fucking hated that game, but it's it's just a piece of history now, I guess. But no, King's Quest Five. I found the old Space Quest titles. Uh, I found a little bit of a newer. I think it might actually be on CD. It was a Police Quest SWAT game. Um, all Sierra titles, like all these old ones, and I was like, man, yeah. so much nostalgia. I'm pretty sure you can actually download them on uh, abandonware.com now. Yeah, um, my abandonware. You almost have to, like, as I said, they're floppy disks. I know yeah. you can get USB readers, but man, like, I own the game. It's faster for me to literally just download it. They're going to be pretty small in terms oh, of file size. I'm just so. saying, like, you know, they, they still, <laughs> yeah, they still live on. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm just, I'm sort of saying that I'm probably never going to unpack these boxes. It's just kind of cool that we've still got them. <laughs> I just was blown away. I was like, man, I forgot about these. This is so cool. Just a blast from the past. So, yeah, loving those old point and clicks as well. That's sort of the gaming heritage for us, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Well, on that note, have you got any yeah. f- final thoughts, boys? Or? I was going to say, before you uh, go to the ending there, yeah. I need to throw a little shade at Disney+. Plus. Oh, now oh, I'm normally yeah. an avid. I'm quite positive with Disney Plus because my kid loves it. You know, they got some good stuff on there. Mandalorian, but yes, yes. But is it because I don't know if you guys is it because Mickey saw... Mouse is a Mexican? <laughs> yeah. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> uh, Sorry, man. <laughs> All good. No, recently. Okay, so there's a movie called Splash. I don't know if you guys have seen... Oh, that's in the R-rated section. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for its day. Or the way Disney Plus is going on about it, it probably is considered uh, R18 Plus, sorry. Uh, So, yeah, it was one of Tom Hanks' first movies and it's got Daryl Hannah in it who was like 
a blonde babe back in the day, okay? So for anyone that hasn't seen it, it was like a typical rom-com from the 80s where a New Yorker falls in love with a mermaid. Um, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, that typical sort of thing. Um, So originally, in a particular scene, Daryl Hannah's character Madison, who has legs on land, mind you, kisses Tom Hanks' character and then dives back in the ocean. But as she's running towards the ocean, you see her long blonde hair and her tan ass booty. You, you, in the original movie, you see her ass, okay? Nice. Now, if you watch it on Disney+, Plus, they've covered her ass in what appears to be digital hair. I shit you not. <laughs> That's worse. I, I shit you not. Digital hair. That's worse. It is. So it's as if they... <laughs> It is, man. It, it, it's like digital Chewbacca hair. Maybe it's a Star Wars like crossover. <laughs> oh, I have no idea, man. So I don't know whether they were trying to marry up her blonde hair to this digital fucking ass hair. I have no idea. But they were more worried about children seeing a naked ass, for which children have. We all have asses. There's nothing it's erotic about this at all. It's it's just the human body, man. But they someone up there, the bigwigs, thought it would be a good idea to put digital hair oh, over man. her booty. Jesus. So apply the merkin. The exactly. <laughs> no, the yeah. birkin. It's the back the birkin. birkin. The birkin. <laughs> That's like the so, Burke's backyard. Exactly. <laughs> oh fucking. So. I just found that bizarre. Disney Plus, get oh. a fucking clue. That is just oh. ridiculous. You know, that, this reminds me of uh, like certain animes, which I think it's actually a particular studio. I think it's for kids. Where like Yu Gi Oh, when you watch the Yu Gi Ohs and like the Japanese one, they there's like henchmen will have you know handguns or whatever. They're like, hey, you stop. In a certain scene, and it comes across when it's like ported to English for America and that, and they're like, no, 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 no. No guns. We can't be showing the that shit. Holding a banana. And, <laughs> oh, like, God. nah, not even that. They'll just, like, remove the gun. So it's like... They're like so they're pointing? You're pointing, but with crooked fingers, as if they're, like, trigger finger. Like, hey, you, stop that! <laughs> stop it's, running away! It's that, it's that Australian cricket umpire. Yeah! <laughs> busted ass oh, That's exactly what it should be. It just no, reminded me ha- of, like, just stupid censorship. Like, is that necessary? Yeah. <laughs> What I had in mind was that scene from um, the Mr. Bean movie where he's in the airport and he's got all the guards, like all the coppers chasing him through the airport because they think he's got a gun and it's just him with his old pistol fingers in yeah. his fucking jacket <laughs> and he pulls gun. it out and it's just a little hand, like your pistol gun. <laughs> finger hell. gun. Oh, Trying man. to go finger bang bang. Oh, <laughs> Every Jesus night. Christ. Every night. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, it's pathetic, isn't it? Like, Oh, it is, man. Like, I, oh, I just couldn't believe it. Look, go away and just search it online and you'll see what I mean. It's just, it's ridiculous, dude. What was it called again? Splash. Splash. Just look up Disney Plus digital fur or digital hair. I'm sure it's going to come up. Or just (laughs) Disney Plus and Splash. I am not searching Disney digital fur. No. Do it. Absolutely (laughs) not. Or at least turning safe search on before I do that shit. God damn. Get that VPN cranking. Yeah. We'll find some uh, Mexican Mickey (laughs) (laughs) Mouse. Oh, Oh, 
Jesus. my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I did have a uh, I did have a couple of other on a serious note too. Um, on the seventeenth, we were, we would have said this a bit earlier, but obviously we had to delay the episode. Mm. Um, Philippe Duarte, who voiced um, the por- Portuguese version of Deacon in Days Gone, um, he actually passed away at age forty six. Oh, and no. uh, on the same day, it was also announced that Paul Haddad, who was known for voicing uh, Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil 2, also passed away. Mm. Um, so obviously condolences to the friends and family of, of both gents. Um, obviously, certainly two lives cut way too short. Um, you know, 46. And I think Paul Haddad was 56, is, is too young to be passing away. So, um, yeah, condolences to those two. Also, in the, in the same vein of the uh, the hockey world, also... Losing uh, one of their up and comers from from my team, the uh, Edmonton mm. Oilers, yeah. Colby Cave. He, Colby um, Cave, yeah, yeah. He had a he was rushed to hospital and and had a, a colloid cyst on his brain, um, and he was put into an induced coma. They did surgery, removed the cyst, and uh, he died a few days later. So obviously condolences to the family and friends of Colby Cave as well. Um, he was only twenty five, so. Yeah, Jeez. life's just not not fair sometimes. So, um, sorry to be a downer on that one, but I just wanted to pay respects in a way on here. So, um, condolences yeah. all around to those those three gentlemen and their families. Yeah, absolutely, man. Ended on a low note. Yeah. yeah, no, actually, well, that's that's still not the end. I've got one more thing to say. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we weren't <laughs> ending on that. Um, yeah, so I got onto a. I haven't actually heard much of them before, but um, Polaris, uh, which are an Aussie metalcore band out of Sydney, um, released an album called The Death of Me on the 21st of Feb. I'll admit I only gave the album a listen probably three weeks ago, as per usual, a little bit late to the party. Um, But it's been a while since I found an album that I can't get enough of, um, and this one definitely falls into that category. Um, I've sort of got the same feeling as when I found Digimortal by Fear Factory. Um, mm. I absolutely murdered that album, man, and I'm doing the same with this one. Um, as I said, I, I guess they'd be classed as metalcore. I'm not huge on the on the genres. I haven't kept up with with what they are, but from what I read, it was metal, they were classed as metalcore. Um, but at the same time, their music sort of creates a different path. But you know, I, I, genres have never really bothered me, man. I just listen to what I like listening to so um the whole genre thing whatever uh but yeah definitely some of my favorite songs off the album are pray for rain landmine and vagabond um but man the whole album is just awesome so if anyone is into that sort of music please uh go get that their album or or listen to it on spotify whatever your your platform is um yeah and just support our local aussie lads um, yeah, good, good bunch of blokes the lead singer goes hard um all of them, the guitarist, the drum, everyone, everyone just goes hard. Um, and as I said, it's it's, it's been a while since I found mm. an album this this awesome and uh, one that just keeps getting absolutely hammered. So good stuff, boys. Keep it up. Yeah. Who are they again, mate? Just to recap. Uh, Polaris. Polaris. So, um, P-O-L-A-R-I-S, just in case I butchered their band name. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all good. Yeah, I, I might go yeah. give those guys a, a bit of a of a play see what's what the go is there sounds good yeah no definitely give them a go uh, as i said i've only listened to that album i haven't gone back onto their their older stuff but uh yeah good tunes man really good mm. tunes and uh the video for landmine um i think someone actually commented on on their youtube clip it's it's like their version of um counter-strike the uh yeah the video is just 
yeah, you'll see what I mean when you watch it. So I'll oh, let you go actually, and, I did uh, watch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yep. it's Mint Man. It's top, top yeah, video, top band. So sweet. No, highly yeah. recommend. Highly recommend. Actually, just on music, you guys do need to check out Gygax. But yeah, I don't. Yes, I was actually gonna. I was just about to ask you. Uh, I know you. You said that I need to get onto a band, but you just answered that question. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> They've released a new album. I think oh, maybe a month ago. Um, they all their songs and albums are based on um, Dungeons and Dragons, but don't let that put you off because they're awesome. <laughs> oh, if they're good tunes, man, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't care, care what they're singing about, mate. If um, yeah, if it's good, I'll, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, check them out, man. Um, as I said, like, yeah, it, the stuff's based on Dungeons and Dragons, but you can put that aside because the music's just cool. And like, I think, like, going back to eighties music and shit, like Ozzy Osbourne and. Half of that shit's pretty much based on Dungeons and Dragons anyway. <laughs> you yeah, know true. I mean? yeah, true. Yeah, absolutely. Wizards yeah. And... Singing about fucking fantasy and shit. So, yep. um, yeah, their newest album, High Fantasy, I haven't listened to the whole album yet, um, but their first mm. two albums, uh, Critical Hits and Second Edition, <laughs> awesome hits. albums. That's pretty yeah. clever. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah yep. nice. Actually, so, I've, I've got one too. I've yep. got a band for years too, which... Might not be quite up your alley, but I thought it was pretty cool. And it is gaming related also. Uh, yep. A band called Firelink, which is a Dark Souls black metal band. Nice. And yeah, right. It's pretty fucking cool. The yeah, yeah cool. it's as I say, you might. I don't know if you're that into black metal. Um, I appreciate it from time to time. I do like me some black metal, so I thought it was fucking awesome. So yeah, if you get a chance, Firelink. Um, bringing out an album i think they just brought a single out yeah it's pretty good man it's um might just have to give that a listen yeah give that a spin too because i thought it was pretty sweet um you know what we we might just do some uh music recommendations from time to time i think so yeah absolutely yeah mix it up a bit yep plenty of music recommendations and if you've got recommendations for us people Send them our way. Yeah, we yeah. love our music. Doesn't oh, have dude, to be. I'm always hunting. I'm always hunting for new tunes. Yeah. So anyone yep. that that wants to recommend anything, throw it our way. Because yep. the three between the three of us, we pretty much listen to every genre known to man. So yeah, um, hit us with whatever floats mm. your boat, tickles yeah. your whiskers, flicks your bean, whatever. <laughs> Let us know. I was gonna Absolutely. say yeah, it definitely doesn't have to be like we just talked about three metal bands, but it doesn't have to be metal. Um, no, no right. dude. I, yeah. I I listen for, to everything from, fuck Elvis, to friggin' yeah, what uh, Polaris to Ghost to Eminem. It's it's all over the place, man. It's body count, body count, <laughs> body. Talk shit, get shot. Yeah, man. I've been absolutely just speaking of like obscure like game music. I've been listening to this album called Zoom. Um, the composer. Oh, that was called... in your Bill Clinton yeah, swag was, picture. I My noticed. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> if you go on YouTube and search for Young Scrolls, he just takes all the voice files from the Elder Scrolls games and makes like rap albums or hip hop albums. Yeah, nice. Oh nice. man, it it fucking slaps though. Like they're such good beats, and the the lyric. If you're a big fan of the Elder Scrolls series, it's so funny. It's we like, may have to put all of these in the show notes yeah, just man. so people We'll put some links up. in there. <laughs> Polaris, Gygax, and Firelink, was it? Firelink, Yep, that's the correct. one. Correct. Yep. Yes. They were our recommendations for the week. They are indeed. And Young yep. Scrolls. 
chuck that in there because it's hilarious. <laughs> Just make sure you have your safe search filter on for that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Especially if you're searching for Disney fur. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. In fact, just don't. Just don't, don't take my advice. Just don't. <laughs> no, oh. do. I don't want to be the only dude talking about it. <laughs> you're not. But oh, you're few and far damn. between. <laughs> I just. Oh yeah, I've already said my piece on that. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Just it's oh, so yeah. ridiculous, I'm, man. Sorry, I had to search it. They've like extended her hair. Does it not look fucking stupid? It does. Like, just oh, I'll have a look as well. I'll, I have to. I have no words. <laughs> I have no words. Some hairy ass booty. Yeah, just it's not yeah. as Chewbacca-y as I thought it was though. Nah, nah, it's not. But uh, is it just yeah. a shit job still of doing? Disapp- it? Still disappointing. I just, I just oh, wanted terrible, you. I just wanted Photoshop. you going in with that thought. That's all, Tills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that, reaction to that And that's yeah. coming from the Birkin Yeah, it's coming from that back end <laughs> uh, Speaking of back ends, we should probably wrap it up Yeah, I think so. we've been, uh, yeah, we've been going for a fair, fair stint We've been talking but a we lot do of owe the pe- We do owe the people considering this, lep- eps- this episode Oh god, we do need Leprosy episode Spit it out, you Leprosy fuckhead. episode? Um <laughs> My limbs are yeah, all still ep- here. This episode is... It's kind of a double episode, isn't it? Back to hairy back episode. <laughs> I don't want to hear back to hairy back and coming at you in the same sentence ever again, please. <laughs> well, on that horrible note, as we always end on you know great notes here. But anyway... We do, we do. Thank you for joining us once again for episode nine of the Can't Game podcast. I have been Jimbo, joined by Tillhouse and Bart. You can follow us on all the socials. Uh, links in the uh, pod notes because I can't remember their names. I'm, I'm just not going to bother anymore. <laughs> you can go look it up. Uh, yep. Thanks, guys, for joining us. And uh, hopefully not too soon until we see you again. Cheers, guys. Peace. Peace.